We're on slightly early today, Lloyd. We are on slightly earlier. We are starting at uh, 16.10, um, a.k.a. 10 past four. One hour to the hour, to the minute. Of One hour when to the we minute, yeah, start. that's how it works. Yeah. 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 And why is that, Robbie? Uh, because I've got a read-through of my play. I don't know what that involves. <laughs> um, it sounds ludicrous, doesn't it? I don't really know what will happen. People will read, I guess. Read-through of your play. This is great. So you're doing it on Zoom? Yep. And how many people are in the play? Uh, two. And then there's a couple Has it of been people. directed? Yep. It's been directed by two people, in fact. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yes. So, uh, that's going to happen then. And then, um, got poker after that. But you won't be there. You're not at poker tonight, are you? Oh, annoyingly. I've got to work tonight. It's obviously annoyingly, but also good because I've really, I was a little bit apprehensive about doing stand up online. Um, but it's kind of, it's working. There's a system whereby you use Zoom. Um, and then you have an elected, or like a selected even, um, front row of, say, 10 people that laugh and clap and stuff. It kind of like works really well. Um, but tonight doing one that's actually not on Zoom. I'm doing it via, doing it for BBC Radio Lincolnshire. Okay. Um, so it's myself, Deliso Chibonda, Kiri pritchard McLean, Paul McCaffrey and Matt Ford. We're doing like, well, I'm hosting it. So, um, but then there's like seven to 10 minute sets from those people and they're very funny so if you are it's on their facebook page at seven o'clock so this should be out well in advance whether you get the heads up but it'll be i think then live on their facebook page for a little while um so yeah so we're, we're basically um we're, we're doing that it's a joint venture between the main venues in lincoln so like lincoln drill hall engine uh shed uh lpac um which means that well actually to be fair what time's poker start uh eight do you know what? This starts at 7.15 and it's an well, hour register, long. Register, so. because it goes on for a while, doesn't it? Register and yeah, then you can I just... Yeah, register. I can just um, buy the small blinds. Um, yeah. Didn't want to go on about it, Robbie, but my poker account's quite up, actually, after the uh, Comedian's Poker last night. Okay. Oh, um, came third in the first game. Uh, and then we had, we ended up having three games. It lasted till quarter to one this morning. Oh, God. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, I uh, won the third game, so won thirty-seven quid on that, and I won forty quid on the first one. So um, yeah, a little bit up. So I mean, I've got some credits to spend. Well, they're not credits; it's cash. But so I've got so I've got some cash to spend. Um, a fifty-five pound down. I looked at my profit and loss thing, which I don't think is bad. That I mean, that is a that's just a, a, an evening out of the pub. Yeah. Um, one night, do you know what I mean? So spread over the course of what three months, I'm pretty happy. Better Certainly in your London pub, better. I'm not sure you'd get an evening of that. I don't think you'd spend that much an evening in in Grimsby, presumably, would you? Oh, you'd get you'd get a week. Yeah, I remember when I moved you'd out of London, I went to the pub and ordered the first round. I was like, "Oh, sorry, mate, I wanted um, four drinks, not one." <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah, no, no, that's, that's... wow, yeah. Um, I remember when my mate Steve, real name Simon. Um, came to Grimsby and we went out and I'm not sure if I told you this, but he um he just he lost his mind because Lloyd's Arms were doing one pound a pint and he just couldn't get his head around the fact that beer was so cheap. I remember um, my friend my friend Gavin, his his brother lives in in um, Bromley in in South East London, um and he he lives over in Northern Ireland. He, so the first time he came over, he was um he was saying asking his brother how much his house was and he said like half a million pounds and he goes oh my god that's mental that there's a house. For half a million pounds, and then he was talking about his wife's. Um, his wife said, "Is is sorry." His um, his brother said, oh, my, "My wife will be 
um, back fairly soon. She went, again, went, oh no, she's in, she's upstairs. She's going, what? He goes, yeah, no, I heard her upstairs. She goes, oh no, 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 we don't, we don't own the upstairs. He's going, got half a million over <laughs> half a house? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Whatever yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it is insane, isn't it? How, you know, like, so whilst being back in Grimsby, I obviously do, I look at um, house prices the whole time and look at like where you could live and, you know, I'm lucky enough to have bought somewhere in London and but you know, to look at what I could get up here for the same price, it kind of breaks my little heart. Um, but it is, yeah, L- London is just, it, it's vulgar. It's not vulgar. Cause it's not as if the people are choosing to buy houses at that price. It's just the price that you have just to pay really in order to live yeah. in London. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely absurd. Yeah. So, yeah, it is, it is, it is uh, sickening. But if I win poker tonight and then get really good... Uh, and then I could enter one of those tournaments that have like a million pound um, prize pot. You know, I could win, I could win that, and then just buy whatever I want to buy. You know, money no object. Seems like a, a um, legitimate business plan that you've come together with. Um, last night, Robbie, I need to talk to you. I didn't send you a photo because it was obscene, but I went to um, the kebab house in yep. the marketplace in Cleethorpes. And I got, because I, I hadn't really eaten that much yesterday. So it's like, like one big meal an evening, because I'm, you know, I'm walking like 15, 18,000 steps a day playing golf. And I went to Victoria Kebab House, got a Greek salad as an aside. Do you know what I mean? Just to kind of like do me a bit. And then I got the Kebab House mixed grill kebab. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was just so much meat. It took me about an hour to get through it all. It was unbelievable. Um, it was only eight ninety five or nine ninety five. It was amazing value for money. Talking about the North being amazing value for money, but like it was so good. Loads of chili, garlic, and it was relatively. But there was a little bit of doner kebab on there, which I, I wasn't aware of, which I didn't argue about when I opened it and found it there. But there was like you know a little bit of chicken shish, bit of a little lamb shish. Um, so it's like healthily, you know, I could see it being cooked as I, as I collected it from a socially distance two meters. But then, like, I had salad with it, pita, so the only bit of carbs I had yesterday, and then the chilli and garlic sauce, which was, you know, the luxury, let's say. Oh, my God. Absolutely oh. insane. So good. Sounds magnificent. I might go there every Tuesday. It's just... It's well, you know, take away Tuesday, surely it's got to be a different thing every now and then. It can't just be... Yeah, true, yeah. Might go Fez next week, which is a nice... Uh, I think it's Moroccan. Yeah, Moroccan place on the seafront, but you know who knows, who knows. But it was it was a gr- it was a really 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 great dinner. Um, was your was your food hot when we finished the pod? Uh, my food, what was it? I can't remember what I had now yesterday. Did you have bangers and mash? No, that was the day before. I think no, I think I was made my finished? own dinner later on. No, I I, I was... had that was the, the night before was bangers and mash. What I had last night was I had. Um, uh, I had a, a margarita pizza from um, the from Pizza Express that I pimped yep. up with some PEK tinned meat and some um, uh, jalapenos. Really? Yeah. I like that. I like a jalapeno and yeah. I like tinned meat. Yeah, I was so. curious to how the tinned meat because the tinned meat is magnificent. I never buy it. My mum buys it, and I go, but I love it. Um, but I, I had I have it on toasty sandwiches and it's magnificent. So I thought, oh, I'm trying a pizza. Not as good as I'd hoped, but still decent. Oh really? Yeah, I mean it was fine, but it wasn't. It didn't have the same 
liquid meat texture that um, but it has no toasted sandwich. Mm. Um, I've been sticking to my um, my dietary, not dietary, no, it's not a st- strict diet, but like I had my brown flakes this morning with my Activia uh, strawberry yogurt um, and then had a uh, relatively healthy fruit bar uh, going, going around the course. Um, just on me water now. Um, and then tonight, my mum is cooking a chicken carbonara. Oh, um, and I think, to, yeah, so that'd be, so yeah, so tonight, so basically I'm just trying to think of timings. I'll finish this. I'll go record it. Uh, I'll edit it. I'll pop it out. I'll get ready for the gig. I'll register for poker. I'll eat my food, do the gig, do the poker, win the poker, go to bed a happy man. There you go. Okay. I'm going to register for the poker while I'm here. Because otherwise I'll um, forget. Big news as well from my side. Yep. Played golf today. Hit the lowest score I've ever hit. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, is it in a good way? <laughs> oh, good. Oh, here, here he we is. go. A little, little bit of fun. Come on, he's on fire. Um, yeah, I hit. So I played a pretty uh, disappointing front nine. And then the back nine was better. And I was aiming to be to get a hundred today. Yeah. I was aiming to hit a hundred today. And for, for, I just then just started getting better throughout the back nine. And then I essentially needed four per four shots on the last four holes. So I basically needed to par the last uh, three, uh, four. Um, and I basically buggered up on one of the the, the anti penultimate uh, the penultimate hole. Yeah. Uh, and I got 102. That's still very good, isn't it? I was happy. I was happy, but I basically went into the yeah, I went into the last shot last last shot needing to par it in order to get it. But I uh, got 6 and not 4. Uh my fault. Well, obviously it's my fault. I mean, I can't yeah. really blame yeah. anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Look, put my hands up, guys. I was I was partly Com- for me, yeah. Completely my, no point looking at anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, I basically had a really solid drive. Then I basically, uh, on the par four, the 18th hole on the par four, um, my second shot, Robbie, I went to uh, use my uh, fairway driver, which is what I call it. Um, some people call it a three-wood fairway driver. Uh, and absolutely balls that up. Then used it again, but then it went to the back of the green, chipped on. So I, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I got six in the end, but I mean, it was, it was just good. It was good. And me and um, little Turgoose decided to not have a go at each other because that's what we've been doing for the last week. <laughs> we've been kind of like getting each other's necks because we've been a bit um, choppy. Yeah, but what, we've decided to... What's your to... routine at the golf club besides the actual golf? Do you have any kind of snacks? Do you go to the clubhouse before or after? Well, no, so I try to avoid the clubhouse. Um, Presumably you're not so allowed that, to sit in and have a coffee anyway. Well, yeah, so basically, uh, well, no, actually the clubhouse is shut. Yeah. Um, the clubhouse is shut. It's just the toilets that are open. Uh, the pro shop is open. So you go there, you go to the pro shop to basically pay your fees if you're not paid for them and get anything you need. Um, I've been given a trolley by uh, Tomo for the time being. So I use that trolley, which I have on my person. Um, I take oh, I take my Brita water filter with me mm-hmm. which has my water in there and an extra bottle of water to fill up halfway through I then take my fruit bar to keep there so theor- theor- we just pop our heads around the club shop Steve we're here he goes right you're on we get off so it's, you, you, you're not seeing or touching anyone no. although there was a point today on the 
16th hole where uh, there was three people having a three ball that were playing the 15th. The me and Tom had gone onto the fairway to the 15th and someone that was playing the 4th was also on the 15th as well. So it was like the most amount of people we've ever seen and we all had to like, right, you go next. Okay, then you go next because we're all, apart from the three that were actually playing the hole. Yeah. Um, other three were shit. So yeah, it's very socially distanced. Golf is. Uh, I know is, naturally, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and the way we play it is very socially distanced. I mean, we're, you know, yeah. we're absolutely diabolical. But getting there, and it's good. I just I've really enjoyed golf, and it's it's been it's been fun and good way of getting some steps in. Nice. Um, what have you done today? Um, so homeschooling. Um, beyond that, the most interesting thing that's happened today is my friend Mike, who has written a book has sent me his book to read before he sends it off to a- agents and stuff. Um, so I've just started nice. reading that. So I'm, I'm excited to read that. And, and early on, very good. Very, very well written really? indeed. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's, that's good. It's always a bit awkward if someone asks you to read something and it turns out to be awful, isn't it? Yeah. It, 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 it's really horrible. There's a guy that um, follows me that sent me a book. Uh, I, I read. I, I love... I'd lo- I'd... I'd love to do more reading, but it takes me ages. And actually, you know, time-wise, I know we've got a lot of time at the moment. But, you know, if I'm not um, playing golf, I'm work. I'm working, doing my stuff. And a, a guy has sent me a book of his to read. And I just haven't got around to it. At least I brought it back with me to Grimsby. And I was like, I need to read it. Yeah. Um. And it, but I just, there's, there's about four or five books ahead of that that I need to finish. I'm staring at four now. And I've talked about the two of them. For a long time, um, the London one by Peter Ackroyd. Yeah. Uh, Pillars of the Earth, uh, and then the two that I've got there. Um, oh crikey! Let me just get around one of them. Uh, it's the Power and the Glory by uh, Graham Greene, and the other one is Grayson Perry, The Descent of Man. And I've just not got around to reading them, so I, I need to. That's the plan. I need mm-hmm. to. I need to. I need to. Yeah, yeah. I like it when friends do things. And yeah. Make things like that. I'm, 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 I'm very excited. My friend Phil um, wrote a play and it got put on at Hampstead Theatre and then it transferred to Trafalgar Studios after that. It's brilliant. So just over an hour oh, long. Um, but it was really, it was really, uh, really good. Um, and and yeah, so that was, uh, that was exciting. I've got quite a few friends that have written books like over the years. You know, yeah. you know, either comedians who have gone on to, you know, someone like Adam Kay who we used to gig with quite a lot and then he wrote um this is going to hurt yep um you know something like that and there's friends uh a few friends from university that have gone on to to to, to, to write books a few ex-girlfriends are, went and wrote books and stuff like that so it's um yeah I, I i've actually i on my list of things to do is i have a uh an idea for a children's book that I'd really yeah. like to get made. So that's um, that's actually on my list of things to do in the next few weeks. To start, um, yeah, yeah, I've just got. I think I've got an idea. I've told a few people, um, and I've read a few children's books just as a bit of homework. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It might be absolutely atrocious, but be good fun, won't it? If you get a, a book published, yeah, something different. You get your own little ISBN number. Is that what you get? Yeah, yes. Those used to be a bigger to... thing when I was a kid than they are now. Type in your ISBN number and stuff like that. Like Argos. Yeah, but like, well, so, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, like it was, a, it was a thing. If you wanted to find a book in the library, you'd type in the ISBN number. Whereas now, I imagine there's other systems in place. 
You don't I'm go sure into ISBN's still very much the. Oh, the it's same. still there, but you don't go into Amazon and go one nine three seven eight four six five eight. Put the title in, and they find it. Maybe we should um, try and bring them back. ISBN numbers. I know they're still there, but try and. I, th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I, I'd almost say I think. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I presume they're fine. Oh, they're fine, but they're not. I just think that they're, they're not at the. They're not what they once were. Well, yeah, because it was oh. the, the ISBN. I presume the ISBN catalog. Do you know what I've been doing? I've been saying well, ISBN number. It's ISDN. And the, the N stands for number, doesn't it? I've done exactly <gasps> oh, what I slagged that bloke off the other day for. I'm going to yeah. Google. I'm pretty, yeah, International Standard Book Number. It's what ISBN is. And there's me going, International ISBN. Standard Book Number Number, like an imbecile. Uh, A few facts about ISBN numbers. Um, It's a numeric commercial book identifier, which is intended to be unique. Publishers purchase USBNs from an affiliate of the International ISBN Agency. An ISBN is assigned to each separate edition and variation except reprintings of a publication. For example, an e-book, a paperback and a hardcover edition of the same book will each have a different ISBN. The ISBN is 10 digits long if assigned before 2007 and 13 digits long if assigned on or after the 1st of January 2007. The method of assigning an ISBN is nation-specific and varies between countries, often depending on how large the publishing industry is within a country. Yeah, no, I kind of, I think I knew all that. Uh, It's... um, it was devised in 1967 based upon the nine-digit standard book numbering system created earlier. It doesn't sound that hard to devise, just give it a number, is it? Um, yeah, in fact, oh, right, okay, should we break down a number and tell you how it works? Yeah, why not? So for a 13-digit ISBN, a prefix element, a GS1 prefix, so if I 978 or 979 have been made available, so the prefix at the beginning, then a registration group element, language sharing country group, individual country or territory, then the registrant element, then the publication element, and then a checksum character or check digit. Yeah, again, what I thought, but crack on. So, um, yeah, I don't, not learn loads there, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, there's some really what? weird. There's no proper equations and stuff about these things. Oh, at um, at school or the maybe the library at, at university, um, but what was the uh, filing system in a library? Dewey decimal system. Dewey decimal system. Yes, correct. And in fact, I um, I, I used to be a member of a library in London. Um, which uh, is called the London Library, Private Members Library. The only reason I joined there, it was like 30 Private Members Library? Yeah, it's amazing. It, like, if you Google, if you do it now, have you got a, a, the internet? Yep. Have you got a laptop on the internet? Yep. Um, I would uh, basically uh, type in the London Library. Um, London and then... Library... Oh, not live. Library. Library. And then go to Images. Okay, am I? Um, oh, what? Do you, want to, do you want to go to images on Google or go into the thing? Uh, go, go, uh, go to the images in Google. Oh, that's very nice. It's very nice, isn't it? So yeah. it's like thirty, forty pounds a month, I think. A month. Um, potentially, yeah. yeah. For a library, but you know, there's yeah. free libraries, right? 
Yeah, yeah, there are there are free libraries, yeah, but th- this one, um, it's a members one, so it's 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 quite a, it's quite a scholarly library. Um, so I think a lot of people, it's it's basically where the QILs do all their research. Right. Um, FYI, but it's um, I used to I used to be a member there because it was just a really quiet place to go and work in okay. London. Do you know I mean, because there's sense, very, yeah. f- it's it's a really the, the rules are quite strict. It is very library esque, um, and there's small little like cubby holes with like desks that you can just go and work at so it's a really good place to to work if you're looking for somewhere that is very quiet um in central london like you go in there you're not allowed to take a big bag into the library you've got to put your bag in the locker and they give you um a little see-through bag to take in there so it's it's, it's great and like obviously if you know you're if you're taking out books you have to um you know obviously go to the librarians for that but I, I i absolutely loved it i thought it was great and it was just a really good place to go and work where you it was just quiet and stuff and yeah i loved it but then i can't remember where i think when i got my own place i was like well i'd probably just work from home yeah it's just looking now it's 45 pound a month to be a member of the library. 45 pound a month yeah yeah i thought it was i thought it was um i thought it was a Again, like you can go, you know, something like a a sour house membership or a groucher membership. You know, they're probably two or three times that um, to go and work there. I work at Picture House Central as well in Central London, nice. Um, which is it's got a little members bar up there, but again, it's during the day. It's used by mainly freelancers, you know, mm-hmm. people that are involved in the in the industry that are writing. Got the laptops out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, just, I think it's, it's, I I love a library. I think it's it's great. We, we used to have a, a lovely little library at school. We went to, I was quite a small school. We had this uh, in the main old building. It was a, a big room on the left hand side, which was a cracking little library actually. Yeah. Really I, I when I'm in London and I want to do some work, I will sometimes go to. I'm a member of a um, uh, of a um, members club, uh, the Groucho Club that I go to. But I also like going to. Uh, the bar at the Soho Theatre and doing a little, just have a little sit there yes. and working. That's a nice place to work. The only I used to do that quite a lot. However, too many comedians in there now. Right, okay. Too many people I know. Uh, which results in you... Having lots uh, of conversations. Having lots of conversations and just not getting any work done. Um, so, yeah. So that's... Uh, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. What I'm doing a lot of it now is just just at home in Grimsby, yeah, writing. Okay. Been doing a lot of writing the last few days. It's been it's been great. Oh, I've, you, I've got a really itchy eye. I'm sorry if the perverts could hear me itching my eye, but I've got a. I think a hay fever's kicked off, kicked right off on my left ball. Um, I did some exercise probably... as well today. I did a body weight oh, twenty minute body weight fitness thing, from awesome. my Peloton app, but not on the bike. Um, <gasps> oh, what? How would you? Oh, right. So you get classes. I'm, yeah, the stuff you can use the app. Yeah. So you can use it on on. So I, I connect my laptop up to my TV downstairs and do it there, um, which was good because I did one a couple of days ago. And then I thought, you know, when you do a lot of body weight things, you think, oh, I'm not sure that did that much. And then you suddenly feel like muscle pain like the next day from having worked out. So then go, oh, that obviously did do do stuff. So I did, I've did. i done another one of those today and that was um, quite hard work. Um, and last, yesterday I hadn't been on the bike for about three days. I've been doing other classes and stuff, but... Uh, I then went straight back on. Didn't really push myself that hard, but still got my PB output for 20 minutes. So um, whoop, whoop. shows that having a rest, rest to grow, isn't it? You have a little rest yeah. and it will give you a little boost. You come back stronger. Yeah. Which is why I think I should probably have a day off golf because I am just playing every day and not coming back stronger. Yeah. Although today I did 
play play a good good session. Nice. Um, you we we probably need to wrap up because you probably need to get ready for your thing, don't you? Yeah, I don't know what I have to do, but yeah, well, yeah. Um, I'm going to go and get a shower and try and uh, sort my eye out, which is doing my absolute eye in. So um, right, yeah. Okay. And then I need to get ready for a quite busy night. How many people are registered for poker? Uh, just me so far, but we've got me, you, um, Dan Trafford is in. Um, Mike Miller is probable. Yeah. Someone else said they were probable, didn't they? Was, was that? Uh, Neil said Neil, Neil, Neil said possibly so, Laurie said 5% so I think there's a lot of ifs and maybes yeah I'll put I'll try and firm things up uh, not a euphemism just after um, yeah. I've finished my uh, read three thing super Let's, let me know alright alright brother I'll speak to you later on cheerio bye cheers Perks.